guys, welcome to episode 6. This is with Manuel Chowdhury. We're going to talk about his epic weight loss, how he did it, how he stays committed. Hope you enjoy it, and I'll see you on the other side. So, welcome to my show. I wanted to get you on for a while. Your dad, entrepreneur, fitness fanatic, over 82,000 uh, followers on Instagram. And most importantly, you're my cousin. So I am, I am. <laughs> well, it's, listen, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to be asked, obviously. It's a pleasure to be on. Um, you know, I like what you're doing. I like the content, and that's not just because I favour you for your family. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you send out some good messages. Um, I like the way that you get your opinion across online. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, when you ask me if I want to jump on it, it was a no-brainer. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. So, uh, how's life? How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. Um, like I said, most days, apart from Sunday today, um, you know, get nice and early. Um, yeah. I've kind of found that if you get a good routine, if you get a good structure in with the weightlifting, with the training, the diet and stuff like that, everything else feels a lot easier. You know, yeah. like the kids, the, the work pattern, everything just seems a lot easier. And how, how do you do it? Because like being a dad, a partner, looking after, <laughs> looking after, looking after, um, you know, the whole household, and obviously you got um help from your partner as well. Like, how do you manage to do that? Um, I think that's the that's the key thing. Um, I think like we do work quite well in a partnership. Um, I try to do what I can early. Um, I do what I can late in the evening. So like in terms of housework, I'm not going to lie, she does more housework than I do. Yeah. Um. But, you know, she give me a list of chores on which they done. We try to involve the kids in that as well um, because it sends a good message. Um, and, yeah, like I said, it's, it, the, the balance isn't too hard when you rough early because you have so much extra time. Do you have a microphone by any chance? Because, like, you know, when you're talking, it's, like, very, like, um, like uh, early attitude era, The Rock. <laughs> Um, if not, it's fine. It's fine. We'll just work with it. I think I can um, alter the voice, so it's fine. It's fine. I can put. I I can try turning off the headphones and see if that's any better. Try it. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, right. How's that? Ah, oh, so much better. It sounds like you're on a microphone. Alright, sweet. Let's do it like that. Then. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I was just asking you about um, how do you balance everything? So, what is your routine? What was your routine like now? Or what is your routine like now? Uh, I get up at four. Um, wow. Saturday, I get up at three. Um, and just like slowly get ready, take my pre-workout, take some creatine, go to the gym. Usually, most of the time, I go to the gym on an empty stomach. Leg days, I tend to eat like some rice cakes with peanut bar, um, just a bit of good fat and good carbs and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and then I'm usually, usually home from the gym by about 6.37 depending on if I'm training on my own or training with people. Yeah. Uh, and then, like I said, it's, it's kind of helping out with the kids, doing whatever I need to do in the morning. I'm quite lucky that most of the work I do is from home as well. So you know, sometimes if we're watching something on TV in the evening, I can preload my emails and get a, a, a kind of good early start. Um, and then, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's just kind of balancing work and kids throughout the day. Um, obviously, at the minute, it's six weeks holiday, so it's, it's a bit harder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it literally is just get up, go to gym, get back, work, kids, family. Um, just squeezing in some food in between there. And like, uh, how many hours of sleep do you get? Because um, me personally, I've tried. I've tried the earliest I've tried is five a.m. And by the time, by the time it's 
nine o'clock I'm crashing so I realized that wasn't didn't work for me so um and I know everyone's situation is different so like how's your sleeping like because rest so, is important isn't it yeah so um one of my friends was studying sleep at university funny enough and, and he told me this ages ago that <laughs> it's not to do with the hours you sleep it's, it's the sleeping pattern that you have so you either sleep in patterns of three or four so for me six hours is six hours i feel good that i feel really good if i'm not going to get six hours in terms of energy just in the morning um three hours is going to be better for me than four hours will because i sleep in cycles of three so six hours usually does me and then once or twice a week i'll, I'll kind of have a bit of a lane so my rest days i usually sleep for a bit longer um oh. if for any reason sometimes there are times where i get less than six hours like i might get five hours or whatever and i do feel like absolute garbage in the morning yeah um and then, like I said, either I'll, I'll have a nap of Ray while I'm putting it down or, or just have an earlier night. But similar to what you said, you know, crashing at nine, my my time is around about nine as well. And, and I'm crashing hard. Like, you know, you're kind of sitting there and you just kind of feel yourself like dozing off. Um, yeah. If I if I put Ray to sleep, it's dangerous. Oh, wow. Like, I'm falling asleep. I'm definitely falling asleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's... It, <laughs> the the, the, the go and ways everything else. Like, yes, I do feel like crap, but nothing motivates me to get out of bed as much as I don't want to be fat anymore, you know? Like, yeah. the alarm goes off. And don't get me wrong, there's some days where the alarm goes off and, and most days I do, I wake up fine. I just literally, I don't want to wake up anyone else. So as soon as my alarm goes off, obviously I'm sort of sneaking around, all my clothes are packed downstairs, yeah. ready for, for wherever I'm training. Um, so, so that kind of helps me get up quickly because I think, okay, I don't want to disturb anyone. Yeah, But it's very rare that I struggle to get up on a gym day. Um, and like today's a perfect example. When if I if I have a rest day, I'm really bad. Like my alarm will go off, and I'll be like, oh, "Okay, it's fine." <laughs> a few minutes, and then I just go down again. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like like gym days are a lot easier for me to get out because I just have like I said, have that drive. I just don't want to be fat, so you know nothing, <laughs> nothing like that. Yeah, and we'll get into like uh, not wanting to be overweight uh, in a bit. Um, people, you uh, you know, growing up with you. I've stayed with you when I was younger. Uh, people you've locked up to, and uh, we had a WWE or the WWF, what used to be called back in the day, was a big influence. I I feel on you because like mm. the people that we looked up to were all basically bodybuilders or had an amazing physique. Yeah. But also, I also like remember when I stayed over at yours. I think I must have been five or six, and um, me coming from a Muslim household, we didn't have no posters or anything in the rooms. Is your when I came to yours, mate? There was uh, posters of uh, Lita. Chris Stratus, yeah. Stephanie McMahon, May Young, Fabulous Muller. I think the May Young is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> but yeah, what would you say was the? Would you would you say I'm right? Would you say like the WWE, like WWE was um a bit of an influence in terms of like you know uh, the attitude era was big back then, so it was like Triple H, The Rock. Um, Absolutely, yeah. I think I think you look you look you see these people week in week out. You see the majority of them how good of shape they're in. Um, and I think it does have an influence. And, and, and little things, like I'll never forget, obviously I wasn't into training or, or nutrition or anything like that back then. But I remember when people used to say things like, um, oh, Stone Cold's really fat. And like even back then, like you'd look at him and you'd be like, have you seen what? him now? He still looks good now. Damn. He does look good now. But like, that, I mean, I, I can remember one time where he was he was injured for a while and he came back 
a backlash where he did look like he was carrying a little bit of timber. Yeah, and it made sense because it, all he did was just some chair shots, but the yeah. pop the pop was massive. Yeah. But other than that, like that guy was when he was active, that guy was never fat. Like I'd I'd kill for his body, like big, bulky. He wasn't he wasn't like swimboard, uh sorry, like he wasn't like a swimmer physique, he wasn't like ripped to pieces. But he was lean enough, and like, like yeah, said, he, like, he definitely had some definition on him. Like, even mm-hmm. like, and he's quite, he's quite tall as well. He's six foot two, yeah. and he was. Uh, they, they, he was saying they were saying that he was walking around at two fifty pounds. So, yeah. um, but even you could see like that he had some definition on him. So yeah. like to carry that weight at that height and running around, you know what I mean? And it was it, it was impressive, and like I said, I think that definitely had an impact. I remember, um. I remember I was always, even though I wasn't a fan of their them as wrestlers, I always really thought uh, Billy Gunn was in good shape, really good shape, who still is in really good shape. Um, I thought Edge, when he was younger, was very lean. He had a good build and stuff like that. And it does make a difference. I think, you know, you're not watching it for that reason, but you do take it in. You watch it and you go, okay. It's, and, and funny enough, it's only recently now, like obviously I don't watch wrestling anymore, but I still watch like a lot of documentaries and stuff like that. You don't realize how incredible people like Hogan and Flair looked. Like in comparison to the younger people, yes, Flair looked a bit droopier and stuff like that. Yeah. But make no mistake, like he was in good shape, like yeah. for his age. He and, and Hogan, I mean, Hogan's just, I mean, I, he 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 was he was older at WrestleMania 18. But even then, like, one incredible physique. And like I said, it's, it's when you watch it for that reason, you don't really take that in and you don't really appreciate it. It's when you watch it now and, and you're doing the work yourself. Yeah. You don't actually realise how much work they must put, how impressive they looked. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, yeah. And that, that's another thing as well. <laughs> it, uh, well. Where was I going with this? Um, yeah, the amount of work it goes into working out and getting the results, it takes a while. It's not It's not a, a quick thing. And um, I think I spoke about this to you the other day. Um, I do feel like there is a there's not a much of an appreciation for people who work out and get the results that they do because it again it takes a while and it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, I think people naturally people are impatient. You know, when the if you look at people who are looking to lose weight, the reason most of them stop or fail is because they don't get the results they're expecting within a week or two. You know, they expect <laughs> to do this for a week and they expect everyone else to know it and they expect themselves but, to know this. And, but they've been eating know, like that, shit for like years. Yeah, and and it's little things like, you know, it is, it's, it's, it really is a long game. And even myself, like, you know, I've, I've gone from having these quick goals to being like, right, I want to lose this much weight this month to now my goal yearly. Like, to be able to mentally go, right, okay, I trust the process. I trust what I'm doing. I know it works. So this is now my goal for the next year. Um, and, and like I said, that, that that took a while. That took a while. And like I said, I, I, people stop because they don't see the results. And I get it because one thing, this isn't easy. This really isn't easy. No. Anyone who struggles and anyone who who can't do it and everyone who says, oh, I gave up after the first month, two months, whatever, I genuinely, I get it. I genuinely get it. It is tough. And the gym, uh-huh. the gym, the gyms are, uh, you know, are waiting for those people to stay for a month to get that gym membership in January, and then they know they're going to piss yeah. off, aren't they? Yeah, and and like I said, look, in the possible ways, it, it's not it's not the gym's job to keep them people going. It's it's, it's not anyone's job to keep on going, and 
you know, it's it's all down to yourself. You have to want to do it. You have to want to see the the results, and you have to want to play the long game. But make no mistake, it, it's really hard. Like genuinely, it's really really hard. Like you you look at the tracking I do. Like I track milk in my coffee. Like I remember, everything I remember I saying drink, that. <laughs> everything yeah. I drink, it's it's tracked to the tea, and that's because I enjoy it. The, it's because if I'm not exercising, if I'm not stepping on the scales, if I'm not doing anything, how can I tell myself that I'm still doing something towards this goal? And that's by tracking. Everything's yeah. tracked. If I track my milk and my coffee, if I track, you know, whatever I'm eating. It's like I'm mentally, still- mentally, uh, you yeah. know, you're, you're, you know, following your routine, right? Exactly. Um, and I was yeah, about to ask, exactly. how, how do you keep motivated? I know, because it sounds like tracking helps for you. Um, what else is there anything else keeps you motivated because sometimes like for example i'm taking a two-day rest now because my body is telling me like you need to relax now because i'm like oh man yeah i I, I was planning to go to the gym this weekend but i was like you know what i've been going like solidly for the last three weeks now i just need a two-day break and we'll start again on monday i think if if you can do that that's what it matters like there's a there's a fine line between listening to your body and looking for excuses that there is a very fine line and sometimes like a perfect example is like like i try to rest two days a week sometimes i rest one day a week and i've done a few weeks where i've rested no days and it kills me like i get to a point where my body says you need you just need a day off and the thing that motivates me is is that feeling of like i feel like I feel bad. I feel awful when I don't go to gym, even on a rest day, because I feel like I lose all my pump. I feel like I've, yeah. I've lost that kind of drive and motivation. And there's nothing wrong with two rest days a week at all. But I know how good I feel with that pump. Um, yeah. I, you, you ask about motivation and, and, and the social media stuff helps because even though it's people I don't know, and it's not that I'm looking for validation, I enjoy making the videos. I enjoy making the pictures I enjoy seeing my progress and I treat my Instagram page like a journal. Oh, so that yeah, yeah. Know, do you know what? Know. Ever since, uh, do you know what? It was your page and the guys on your page that got me into posting stuff on my uh, page about what uh, exercise I'm doing. And like, bloody yeah. hell, this actually, this is actually motivating because I can see, it is. like you said, it's a journal, it's like a diary of like what I've done recently and like what yeah. and how much weight I've used and what my form is like. You know, there's so many benefits of actually just Absolutely. posting on your on your Instagram page or whatever social media page you're using, and that that is really motivating. And pictures, you know, pictures are great, but naturally, as human beings we're always going to want to post the pictures where we look good. Videos are better because you get angles. You know, video, you might get an angle that you wouldn't have posted as a picture, but then you've got a good one to kind of look back through, you know, in three months' time. And, and like I said, like, you know, I, I can go back on my Instagram to to when I first restarted this page and mm. the improvements the improvements are there. Like, you know, you, you know when you first start training and yeah. you're week one, you're week two picture and you're going back and forth, back and forth and you're looking for any little spots of fat and you can see a little difference more than anyone else can. And you're like, no, no, look at that bit. I've lost a bit of weight there. I don't need to do that anymore. You know, I go back yeah. three months and I'm like, I can see a difference. Um, and like I said, being able to post on that to a degree daily helps motivate me. And it's nothing to do like, you know, I'm... I don't mean to be, but you know, I can be quite a selfish person. So, so my posts are not to motivate anyone. My posts are to have a journal, to have something to look back on, and to have something that looks professional. Yeah, 
Um, and that's for me. Like, I like it looking professional. I like it with the good angles. <laughs> Um, and I think you know my post last night. Like that—that's what drives me. That's what motivates me. I want to look as good as I do in my pictures. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. get that light, you get that pump, you get that lighting, um, and you know you look good. Like sometimes you catch yourself in the gym mirrors, and you think I look good, and then I don't look like that in real life. You know, without the lighting and the pump, and I don't Photoshop my edit my my images at all. But I do play with the brightness and contrast. Mm, interesting interesting like those gym mirrors are very uh they can be uh what's the word very convincing sometimes yeah yeah they're, they're like nothing nothing makes you look as good as a gym mirror does especially like i said when you have when you have a pump and certain gyms like they have the down lighting and it just hits you and you just think okay okay this is good but you know like i like i've i've had someone who made a comment in the past that was like oh then you only look good in your in your in your gym pictures. You gotta have something there. But you've got to have something there. You know, like for instance, sometimes you get the light and it hits your 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 shoulders and your biceps and you get veins. Yeah. And in the gym, it looks more prominent. Yeah, but you yeah. have to have that there for 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 that gym lighting to 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 push it out. Do you know what and I mean? To make it yeah, and uh, I guess that's why like pro bodybuilders put fake tan on their skins because it makes yeah. it, it makes the muscles like more I don't know vibrant maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's funny that because I I actually feel like I look less lean since I've had a tan. Um, mm. Since we got back from Greece, I look at my pictures, and when I was a bit lighter, you can see the shadows more, and I feel like since I've been tan, but then I don't tan like they tan. You know, they fake tan; they're a bit more orangey. Me and you, when we tan, we go brown. So I kind of feel like yeah. since getting a bit of a tan on holiday, like I do feel like I look, it's harder to, to see the definition. Um, but, you know, what can you do? Um, yeah. But yeah, like I said, that's the, my, at the minute, my biggest driving factor is, and, and that's quite a nice feeling to know that, you know, my biggest competition is myself. Yeah. Um, I want to look as good as this guy on Instagram and that guy is me. That it's like, guy it's like, is, it's like the rock the, there's a meme of the rock where it says it's you versus you or something like that and listen it's going back to what i said earlier on it's really difficult like all of this stuff is so so difficult and and you know mad respect to anyone who's starting or who's still going and things like that um yeah i know i know so many people who start and stop and start and stop and, and like i said unfortunately yeah. for, for them like i'm, I'm not your motivator I'm not the person who you go to and say, you know, help me. I can give you advice if you want it. Yeah. But getting up and going, that's that's not on me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Uh, gotcha. you know, a few years ago, post-COVID, um, I qualified as a personal trainer. Um, but I couldn't do it. Like people would 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 message me and be like, Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm not gonna make it today. And I'm like, I don't really care. Like genuinely, <laughs> like my my job is not to say to someone, no, no, like. I don't care. Like, it doesn't affect me. And I've said this, you know, if I train with people in the gym and they don't turn up and they go, I'm so sorry I let you down. And I'm like, you didn't let me down. I was you there. Yourself. You let yourself down. <laughs> well, not even used to let yourself down. Like, as long as it doesn't affect me, I don't care. Yeah, but that you know, person, I, and what I'm saying is that person's let themselves down for not coming. Yeah, that person right? should be apologising to themselves, <laughs> not me. Because I went to the gym at the same time I go to the gym every day. I did my workout, the same workout I do every week on that split so i'm not that person that's you know the encourage of the motivator well, you know, well i I'm, guess i guess it depends on what they've hired you for so if it's for a personal trainer to train you in the gym that's one thing but if they want a coach where they want to be motivated to wake me yeah. up in the morning i guess that's another deal because um absolutely I, and that's a special kind of person 
<laughs> because um, uh, people have hired me to be that coach, and it's like yeah. I've I've texted them, said like um, I said to my oh so uh, how's how's the meal plan going so far, and they said oh it hasn't. I was like, yeah. right, okay. So I've asked the question. So what's what's the issue here? What's stopping from doing it? And I don't even respond back. And like the thing is, I can't yeah. help you if you don't respond back. That's one thing. Yeah. And if you're not gonna meet me at the gym, that's another thing as well. So it's like, um, you know, time is precious, and we've got other things and other clients to help as well. So we're not gonna yeah. we're and, not, family. and family as well. So and work day, a day job as well. So we're not one thing. I don't think I've asked properly was like, um why why because i know uh you've mentioned that it's because to lose weight but is that the the absolute answer why you go to the gym and work out or like what not is anymore. your not anymore no so what, why why do you what so why do you work out or why do you do what you do so now like now like i said it's, it's just like a yearly target and and i'm just obsessed with it so early on of course it was to lose weight and i have a theory and, and i could be wrong but i have a theory that you know, when people decide to make a change and they want to start losing weight, I think for women, it's about clothing sizes. You know, they want to get to a smaller clothing size. I think for men, they start off with, I just want to lose a bit of weight. I just want to feel a bit healthier. But I think deep down inside, every man wants abs. Every man wants muscles. You know what I mean? Like, because it makes you feel good. Oh, and 100%. I, truly, and, and like I, said, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And I'm not, you know, I don't want to stereotype anyone. But I think um, once a man starts losing a bit of weight, he wants more. He doesn't want to just lose weight. He then wants to put on a bit of muscle. He then wants to, you know, get a bit of size. And for me, like my target this year is 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 to try to to see out the year like on a lean bulk. So I, like I said, I haven't stepped on the scales since um, getting back from holiday end of May. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I weigh. I don't really care what I weigh. My soul, and this takes a long time to be comfortable doing, but my soul measurement is veins you know, size and veins. Um, yeah. I know that I'm doing something right because the more veins that come up, it means I'm getting leaner. Yeah. I'd like to think I'm kind of keeping keeping the same sort of size. Um, Food-wise, that, that hasn't changed. Like if I told you I've been, I've been tracking now for nearly, to the day, like nearly two years, I've not wow. missed a day. Um, That's crazy. Even man. on holiday, even on holiday, knowing, even when I go over, <laughs> I still track. And that's because I like to understand food and, you know, the perfect example is, is when you have people making food and things like that, and they go, oh, I'm just going to have something a little bit healthy, like a tuna mayo sandwich. Mayo is terrible. I love mayo. Mate, I love mayonnaise. Mayo is terrible. If you're, if you're in a deficit, if you're dieting, I'm not saying it's it's bad in moderation. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's a waste of calories. Like instead of that mayo, you it's... can eat more food. And that's what, and that's that's what it comes down to. And, yeah. You know, we spoke about people starting diets and, and, and not, not finishing them off. The, the best... One of the best things I ever saw that really helped me, like insanely with my food control, was uh, James Smith. Um, yeah, yeah, James Smith, PT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I loved him when he first kind of hit the big time and, and got popular. Then he started to annoy me because I felt like every video was just his chance to be moody and miserable and swear and stuff. And then over time, he got a bit better and he found a good balance. And, and now I really enjoy his stuff again. And he put up a video and he said, um, calories, you have to treat your calories like a bank. Yeah. So you've got an overdraft. You know, you, you you got an overdraft um and you can save. You can save money and you've got your overdraft. So if you're if you're let's let's say you're you're eating two thousand calories a day to, to lose a bit of weight, right? If you're eating two thousand calories a day and you know you're going out in two days, 
save, save the calories. Instead mm -hmm. of eating 2,000 calories a day, eat 1,700. That's 300, 300, 300. That's, that's 900 calories extra you've got on a day. Now, the problem with that is you have to, you have to account that the scales are going to go up. But it doesn't mean you've put on any weight. But if you can get into that habit where you're, if you go over one day, it's fine. Bring it under the next day. As long as your weekly average is what it needs to be, you will lose weight. It does mean you have to change when you weigh. Um, because if, if it's a day where, where where you're overeating, then it's fine. You're going to undereat the next day. The scales are going to say that you're heavier because you're going to click onto a bit of walk for overeating. But once you can mentally accept that, it's the best way. And we sort of spoke about people starting and stopping. Let's say you've got Sandra, right, starting a diet going, oh, I've been really good. You know, um, I've just eaten a bowl of cereal for breakfast. I've had a salad for lunch and a chicken wrap for dinner. And she does that for three days. And then she goes, oh, messed up my diet. I had some biscuits and a packet of crisps. Yeah. Um, I'll, start, I'll start again Monday. She was still in a deficit. I promise you, she was still in a deficit because she was under-eating, 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 slightly over. If you took her weekly average, she was, she was on course. She was doing fine. And that's the thing. Like, people need to realize, for me, the easiest way to be flexible was to take weekly calories, not, not daily. And it allowed me to, if I indulge, if we're going out, it's fine, I'll make it back. Um, and then what I do is, if by the end of the week when I was weighing myself every week, if by the end of the week I was still losing weight, yeah, that's fine. I don't need to make about the calories anymore. I track them still, but I'm like, okay. So let's say I hold 800 calories, and on weigh-in day, I'm I'm where I need to be. Okay, forget about that. Make 100 calories. We move on. We start again. And that's the thing. the The most calories you burn in the day are need calories. You know, tidying up, walking around, things like that. Things that you when you're moving all the time, right? Absolutely. So there is no way to know how many calories you're burning in a day like exactly it's, it's impossible and as much as one thing i would always suggest to someone when starting out is get one of them watches get a watch because it helps you know you. These, you know if it if it helps to make the most of these devices i guess right absolutely i listen i don't agree that they're not accurate by any means but they give you an idea of okay i move more on this day when i'm at work I move more because I go and make a cup of tea. For yeah, me, so are, you, was, are you getting like your steps in and stuff like that? Yeah, so, so, so for me at the minute, no. Um, because like I said, where I work from home more now, my yeah. steps are in and around the gym and things like that. And, and, and like I said, occasionally in the garden. But for me, it was very helpful in the early days to understand, okay, I'm burning this much in the gym, apparently. I'm burning this much outside of the gym. You think realistically, I maybe burn four to 600 calories in the gym and then the next six, seven, seven <laughs> the calories I burn, it's all outside the gym. It's all just yeah. putting about home and doing stuff. And, and, and like I said, it's... But you're still burning calories even after you're training yeah. and when you do cardio, do you do cardio? Because <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've only seen you lift weights on your... Um, but it's like, even if you did do cardio, like how, what, what is, is it just being an image, a video of just riding a bike? Like, <laughs> how would you even post? I, I literally, I, I do, I do zero cardio. And for oh, me, wow. um, I think cardio is very good for your heart. It's definitely good for your heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, but people, people have this notion that to lose weight, you need to do loads of cardio. And if you look at, if you did weight training for half an hour, and a slow cycle for half an hour, in terms of calories, you'd burn more calories doing the weightlifting. 
So for weight loss, if that's your goal, let's forget about health for a second. Not that I'm saying it's not important. If your goal is weight loss, you also want to tone up and you also want a bit of muscle, you're better off spending your time weightlifting. Personally, I think the cardio is good for your health and good for your heart. Yeah. So, so like, like, like I said, like especially like if I'm bulking or leaning out, don't get me wrong, like I'll go for walks and things like that. Like that's my cardio. And it just comes down to what you enjoy. But you think back to the, to the amount of times people have told you, I'm losing weight, or I want to lose weight. And they go to the gym and they do cardio for two hours. They don't mm-hmm. eat that back. And that's why they don't stick to it. Because they will burn insane amounts in that first session doing cardio. They won't eat that back. And then three days in, they will feel like shit and they won't go. Feel like poop. And they won't go. <laughs> but what right? I find what I find interesting is um uh I find it especially females, they think it's just cardio, cardio, cardio to lose the weight. And then uh once they're done, they've they have lost the weight. I've seen it. They've lost the weight and yeah. I get it. But it's like, why do they still have a belly? I'm just like, well, you haven't done no weight training at all. <laughs> you the, the the hard lesson that everyone has to learn is you can't choose where the weight comes off. You know, you can't choose. Um that's it. It's it's all a uh, more of a like a complete body thing where it's like you have to train, and it will just all work. And that's why people train different body parts, right? If and if you're yeah. not if you're not training, I'm not saying you have. To, uh, you know, there's a there is a uh, argument whether abs are made in the kitchen or in the gym. And uh, yeah. what I found me personally is like it is actually made in the kitchen. And it, but you do uh, you do do some training around it but it's not detrimental you don't have to do a set or three sets a day every single day on abs but um because compound movements like bench press deadlifts yeah. it's working your your core anyway yeah you know what i mean so um it's, it's and it's just simple things it's not it's not a rocket science it's simple things and they just have to be done on a daily basis and it'll just catch up with yeah. you where it's like ah i can finally see some definition yeah, I mean, and, and it takes a while. Like for me, for my body, and I don't know how applicable this is to, to everyone else, but I lose weight from the top down. So if you take my if you take my chest, yeah. when I start weight, you, it's noticeable here, and then it goes down and it goes down and it goes down and it goes, and the more weight I lose, so this bottom bit here, I still have fat there, right? That's going to be the last spot to go. Same as my belly, I lose weight here, here, here. You yeah. can see in my pictures on in certain line, I have abs here. I yeah, don't have abs yeah. because that's the last spot for it to go. And unfortunately, like I said, you can't control where you lose the weight. <laughs> it's when it's going to come off. And, you know, when people say, I don't want to lose any weight, I just want to tone up. You can't. Yeah. That's impossible. You can't tone, you can't turn fat into muscle. Right? Yeah. I want to tone up. Yeah. And, and I think the most common thing is, is, um, uh, and again, I find this, um, more for females is that, um, I don't want to lift weights because I'm gonna get bulky. <laughs> I just want to crack up laughing. So, so this this is the one that that always kind of makes me laugh. Like, I've only done one serious bulk in my life. To get bulky is a chore. You you, you cannot get bulky accidentally, or you can get fat accidentally. You can't get bulky accidentally. I promise you. When I was bulking, I the one night that sticks out in my memory in my mind was I remember Chloe made a stew and it had sweet potato in it. And I was on 4,200 calories a day on a bulk. Yeah. And I remember I ate half of my dinner and I was like, like struggling, right? But I had to finish them potatoes. 
So every time I went downstairs, I'd get a fork, I'd eat another potato, and she'd come down and I'd be standing in the kitchen over this bowl, literally retching that. Wow. Like shutting down this potato. You're not accidentally going to get bulky. It's impossible. You need to overeat and train heavy to calorie get bulky. Sur- calorie surplus, right? Yeah. But listen, I, I think we're discounting how much of an impact social media has on people. Um, going back to the ab routines, you know, you need to do this every day to get abs. It's popular. It looks fancy and it looks exciting. The amount of May. main men, mainly men, <laughs> The amount of videos I'm seeing on my Instagram of men going, do this to get these shoulders and and they're doing these, they're doing dance moves. Oh, man. And you're like, you don't do that. You bench to get that chest that you've got there. You you eat well and you bench press. But listen, that's boring. Yeah. Doing a video of going, this is boring. And it doesn't appeal to women. It does That's not. It, it doesn't. It doesn't get the clicks. It doesn't get the views. Um, and um, exactly. going back to abs, like uh, I've I've shown you images when I had abs, and like yeah. I literally did two abs exercises a week. And yeah. um, how I got shredded was it was literally from the cardio, but obviously yeah. there's lifting involved as well. But I I did cardio like twice a week, high intense, and that's it. Um, if you want abs, and and you're you're a bigger set lad or the debt, if you want abs. You are better set using your time to do cardio than um, than than sit ups. And I'll tell you who told me that. Um, Simeon Panda, who is I went to college with him. Oh wow! Love genuinely, still now lovely guy. Still occasionally speaks to me, which you know I find. When quite... when did you see him last, or speak to him last then? Um, uh, when he had his baby, uh, which was a year ago. Um, oh wow! But he. When I started losing weight, and this is before he got massive, 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 massive. So when he was like kind of, I think he had just, um, wait there. I think he had just signed up to my protein as an ambassador. Yeah. So at that, at that time, that was a massive deal. So I remember speaking to him about it. Congratulations, you know, big move, really, really well done. Over time, you realize it's not a big move. They just go with whoever has 10,000 plus followers. It looks like, um, it, yeah, it looks like everyone has a MyProtein discount yeah. code or yeah. some sort. They make money. They make money. But at the time, it was a big, like, for me, to me, it seemed like a big move. So I remember talking to him about it. And then at the time, I was trying to lose a bit of weight. And I said to him, like, you know, what's, what's, the, what, what's the best stomach exercises? And he was like, what's your, what's your aim? Yeah. And I was just what like, is the goal? Know, yeah. And I was like, eventually, I'd love to have abs. And he said, you're better off spending your time doing cardio than you are doing abs because you're going to see the less fat you have on your stomach. You're going to see the abs you already have there. And he said to me, start doing abs when you can see your abs. He said, because training abs gets the muscles bigger and more defined. Yeah. Everyone everyone has abs. That's right. Everyone does have abs. And so is that what you've been doing then? Or you're planning to do? Okay, so I I aim to do abs twice a week. Maybe I'll do it once a week, and that's only because I'm actually trying to strengthen the ab muscles. But any any leanness I have around my stomach, any visible abs I do have, are not down to ab work. They're all down to weight loss. They're all down to calorie control. Like you said, the abs are made in the kitchen. I I can hand on my heart say to you this year. Maybe I've done five, six ab workouts. Okay, fair they're enough. Genuine. It's yeah, all yeah. down. It, it, it's, they're made in the kitchen. They're made with the diet. And for me, personally, unless you, 
if you want strong abdominal muscles, strong, yeah. doing a workout once, twice, three times a week, whatever. If you yeah. want strong muscles in your core. Otherwise, like I said, for me, it was I, I waited until they were starting to become visible and then I started training. And, and you, did, you did that without doing any weight training on your ab, abs anyway? That's what you're saying, right? Did, yeah, so you could see the outline yeah. of the abs before I was ever doing any ab work. <laughs> cool, cool. It's a diet, 100%. Diet. And, the, you know, like you sort of mentioned, the compound movements. Um, you know, I, love my, other... I love my compound movements. I make sure that in my workouts, no matter what, See, I'm I'm not the better, so I'm not a fan of deadlifts, um, because I've I've, I've been injured doing a deadlift and it oh, just wow. put me off. And it's like I said, I'm not for what like, I'm. I would never discount anything that anyone else does because you know I'm a firm believer in you go what you you do what keeps you going, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you're someone, I know people. I, I I don't like leg day, and I make you know I make a lot of jokes about that on my Instagram. No one I likes don't leg day, man. Then you'd be surprised. There's people that there's sick people that like it. Um, but I don't have that drive and motivation that I do on the other days, like you know, that obsession with the numbers. Yeah. Um, so like for me, like on chest day, I want to know how much I can bench. On on back and bicep day, I want to know how much I can pull down, I want to know how much I can curl. I want to feel that that burn and pump. That have that on leg day the only thing i enjoy doing on leg day is leg extensions that's because the only exactly thing because of the feeling yeah uh i like what the numbers go up so if you have someone who says you know deadlifts are really good for you they are but they're not good for me yeah because for me one i have this paranoia about the risk of injury the lower um, back the lower back part is oh it hurts that, that first initial <laughs> lift um What's the word I'm looking for? You are very. What is the word? I don't know what the word is, but that first initial lift, you you are at risk of injury if you do it wrong, right? So you're talking about millimeters difference of, of where to have your back, right? Yeah. No one's perfect, so all it takes is the odd wrong movement. I'm not going gym for a week. Got you. If I hurt my back, I'm not going gym for. So straight away for me, it's not worth it. Right. Having said that, I can tell you now, bench pressing, my shoulder's at risk. Every time I bench press, my shoulder's at risk. Yeah, I, I stopped doing flat bench because I feel like it doesn't benefit me compared to an incline. So I'm more focused on an incline now because I just... So I, I, again, and, and I don't know if this is arrogance or I don't know if this is vanity. I like flat because I can get good numbers. I can get better numbers on my flat than I can my incline. It'll definitely make you stronger and it definitely there's yeah. definitely a benefit from doing it. Yeah, so I'm I, I usually do flat bench and incline dumbbell. Um, but if like I said, there's a risk of injury to that. So if people don't want to do that, I get it. I know I know a guy who will only dumbbell press. And when you ask him why, he says it's you're, you're, it's more control, you get a better range of motion, That's and true. my shoulders at less risk because I can I can tap my That's elbows. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. That's up to him. That's up to him. And, and and the one thing that I cannot stand, and it, and it just seems to mainly be fitness, is everyone's an expert. Everyone's an expert, right? And you get people that will tell you, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. I mean, I, I said it to one of my friends the other day. I, I, I think it's a sign of the times, and I think it shows you how vile the fitness industry can be, that the most popular videos on Instagram at the moment are people telling you what you're doing wrong. Mm. Like, where's the, the, to me, that's negative. 
There's the, the yeah. where's the positivity? Where's the like like for me? I don't care if people are doing something wrong because, like I said, it's not my job. Yeah. If someone asks, and this is and this is the key it's, factor, if someone asks me. I'm yeah, yours. same. Gen- so I I uh, back in like years ago, I used to be like that, but now I was like, and I spoke to one of my mentors, and um, he was just like, he's now in a situation where. If uh, rather than giving his opinion, he only gives the opinion for people asking. I was like, do you know what? That's such a better, good way to go yeah. about it. Because back in the day, I used to be like, talking about nutrition this, nutrition that, yeah. or it should be in this, it shouldn't be in that. But then I realized no one actually really cares. No, <laughs> no one really actually really cares. No, um, people only care when, they, when they've asked. And that's right. I'm it's true. 100%. And I'm now that's that's how I that's how I do things yeah. now. Um, let's just move on because we've been talking about training quite a bit. Joe Aesthetics now... Um, he passed away recently. Yeah. Um, uh, what did you think of him? Because I'm not, uh, I don't really follow like the the bodybuilding community much, but from afar, because I'm on social media and I see people post about these people. So yeah. um, what did you think of him? And what do you think, uh, what, what do you know of what happened to him? Um, he, he was one of my favorite influences just because I think he had a great personality. Like most people, I only came across him because of the, the thing. The, the chest yeah. thing. Uh, it, was yeah, it was like it was like a medical condition. I think when I heard, heard him speak about it. Yeah, it's a disease, um, which is why I think there's only one or two people in the world that can do it. And there's like a wave that you can do and there's a tense that you can do, but to have the constant rippling, it was actually a disease. Um, so I came across that video and I thought, oh, that looks insane. Like imagine being that lean. And then I started following him. I liked his content. I liked the way... So like when he would do these videos, I just sort of mentioned about people, you know, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. He His videos never started with doing this wrong. His videos would be like, you know, he had that heavy German accent and he'd be like, you know, if you want an insane pump, brother, you know, and, yeah. and he'd just start curling and do the shoulder ones. And maybe, and then, maybe because you're half German, that kind of like resonates maybe, with you, maybe. maybe. But I just, I just thought he was, I thought he was a good <laughs> character. Um, and he just started popping up on all the other influences that I followed. So, um, no, Dizel, I think his name's pronounced. Massive South African guy. Really oh, him. Yeah, yeah, I like him. He's, uh, he's he, 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 he comes out with positive messages. Absolutely. I've never seen anyone else be so positive in what they're talking yeah. about. And, like, when you watch a video, like, oh, that's a really nice thing to say, actually. Yeah. He's, he's a very, like, his videos, <laughs> for me, they, they resonate more. I think they send the right message. And then he started doing stuff with, with, with Joe Linda. And then you, it was weird because the week he died, he was, or the week before he died, the two weeks before he died, he was everywhere. He was everywhere. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a big fan of Bradley Martin. Yeah, yeah. I like and he's him. a real talk with Bradley Martin. He's just every influencer. He's, he's there. Yeah. Um, and then obviously he, he, he died, and, and I think he actually said to Bradley Martin that his biggest fear was, was dying young, because he said like, you know, I've got this muscle disease, and the heart's a muscle. And you think, okay, like a part of me, as much as they say it was an aneurysm and it was a shock, I just find it a bit suspicious that he did so much in the two weeks before he died. Like it's almost like he crammed everything in, knowing oh, something was going to happen. That's and I could that be interesting because um, he had a brain aneurysm. That's what it said yeah. here. I'm just looking at what I sent you a couple of weeks ago, which is basically like uh, a high blood pressure in the brain, basically. Yeah, uh, and, it makes and, you, uh, and it makes you wonder, like. Weight weightlifting is good for your health, but it's not the is it? Yeah, it's not the whole picture. 
yeah. it's not it's not you know there's a stress that's in, and that's what I, I do this is why I do what I do um balancing yeah. stress and what you eat okay. <laughs> um, um, but yeah um yeah you know stress um uh, your toxic load because I talk about other things as well um uh, weight training what you eat and that's yeah. how you are day to day like all these things count and it seems like and even I'm going through that at the moment where it's like um like I said earlier uh, I'm telling myself when to stop now just to have a break because yeah. I think for me personally, I think I think the exercise obviously there's no shine. I'm not young, you know. I'm I'm getting on a bit, so the intensity that I train at probably isn't good for me. You know, I, I do a lot of one rep maxes, which aren't good for anyone. Um, they're good for younger people, but for, for an older person, I like mean, I should be doing lower weight and higher reps, but I don't. And I could sit here and say to you now, I know what the right thing to do is. It doesn't mean I do it. Yeah, right, it's just a uh, human psyche, isn't it? <laughs> there was a joke in the office where everyone assumes that I'm healthy, and I used to say to them, "If you cut me open, it's going to be black inside." I am not healthy. I am not healthy. <laughs> but isn't I that something healthy. that you want to work on then? Because, like, um, you know, um, what what I wanted to ask you earlier was like, how much veggies do you get in your meals? Because like, I make sure I have a salad or vegetables in every meal. And yeah. Don't, uh, vegetables are good for you but it's like uh, what i find in the body, bodybuilding community is just calories 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 protein and carbs and, yeah so or so, a lack of carbs so um yeah. how what do you do yourself about that kind of stuff okay so diet wise my my main priority is protein everything else as long as i've hit my protein goal all the other calories can be whatever i want it to be um but yeah, you're talking yeah. about um, if someone opened you up, you'd just be black inside. So does, doesn't that worry you? Because like, I always <laughs> advise all my clients and everyone like, get your veggies in because- like, So th this this would be a perfect example of me saying, I know you're right. Yeah. But, but it doesn't mean- And, and the, the main thing it comes down to for me is is almost laziness. So- it doesn't so For some people, it doesn't taste fantastic either. It's- the taste doesn't bother me too much. So I probably genuine. This is genuine. I probably have veg maybe two or three times a week. Wow. And that's only because Chloe makes me. You'll make a dinner with veg on it. And I don't waste food. Yeah. So firstly, when I have veg, I don't track it. I never track veg because it's so low. I mean, potatoes, obviously. Starchy veg, yes, I'll track. But things like broccoli, peas, sweet, I, I never track veg because it's so low in calories. Um, the closest veg that I'll have religiously is I have a lot of mushrooms again, because they're volume, they're low calorie. Um, I don't, I don't mind vegetable. And this, this, the, the, the misconception, like I like cabbage um, a lot. I like onions. I, like I don't mind them. I am very, I need things to be simple. So my, my food is the whole chicken and rice thing. I'm not eating chicken and rice. So the whole chicken and rice thing, the chicken and rice thing for me is convenience. Like yeah. to bang a chicken breast in the oven and yeah. then put in some microwave rice and do that three, four times and then have it all in the fridge ready to eat. That's easy. Well, what about and, like like getting fiber down? You just get that ease of digestion. Like, you know, the, one of the benefits of having vegetables and salads and all these different colors yeah. um, is like uh, having enough enzymes to break down that food in your gut so you can be ready for the next meal. But <laughs> so, digestion, so digestion wise, like I, I make jokes and I, I sort of tell people I have a very healthy 
digestive system to the point where if I eat something, like I, I cannot remember, I cannot remember the last time I haven't gone for a poo in a day. Like I'm, I'm never. Oh, that, that, well, at least that much. That's good. That's good. Like it's, it's healthy, and you know, in terms of volume, in terms of routine, it's, it's very healthy. Um, I know everything you're saying is right. Doesn't mean I'm going to yeah, do yeah. it. Exactly. And this yeah. is what thing. you said earlier. Yeah. Um, so, like, when people when people talk about my diet and they assume that I must be really healthy, I'm not. I'm just really good at counting. Um, I, was someone came around the other day and, and was making jokes about me eating like three big dairy milk cookies. Oh wow! Um, but what they don't realize is I will have chicken and rice for breakfast and I will have chicken and rice for lunch <laughs> because and it works. It works. It's, it's fuel. But what that yeah. does mean is then I have flexibility for dinner. Then I can have, within reason, a more exciting dinner. So for me, it's all about what's easy. So so going back to the veg and stuff like that, yes, Chloe will make an effort to, to usually do veg with dinner. Yeah. But sometimes she makes a mistake of asking me if I want any veg. And I'm like, no, I'm good, thank you. Because there's numbers to me. Like yeah. All I actually care about is the project. And, and, and I know I know that's wrong. And I know over time, um, you know, I, I may suffer. So I, I will make more of an effort to get veg in. But it's just not it's fuel like the the, the stuff you're literally, you're literally seeing everything has energy this a uh, basic absolutely. calorie right yeah, absolutely and, and, and this is the <sighs> thing like i know full well when you eat veg you feel better it takes a while and this is again this is the mistake people make they eat veg and then wonder well i still feel like crap the next day that's because you've done nothing it takes a while it all takes a while man <laughs> Um, uh, yeah okay that's cool cool i uh, need to move on because i've got quite a few points to talk before uh we finish um yeah. you see i asked you to send me some of your photos <laughs> i'm just gonna look over them like bloody hell mate how much did you yeah. weigh at your most heaviest uh i think i was i was just over 18 stone oh 18 stone okay yeah wow yeah because um when i was taught i was talking to someone else that i'm gonna have a podcast with you about your journey and like that same starting that journey but he's finding yeah. it difficult to um he's finding it difficult to uh uh be consistent with it and when i showed him yeah. pictures of how you used to look and how you look now he could not believe it i was yeah. like mate it's all about consistency and just just watch what you eat and patience yeah it's a lot of patience and that's the thing yeah. like again we talked about this earlier not everyone has patience not everyone everyone wants it a quick fix because we live in a yeah. convenient world but the thing is again if you're eating like shit over a long period of time then what do you expect you're gonna it's gonna yeah. take time for you to recover and get back to how you want it to be um, but mate, oh my god, look at his photos, man. My god, I mean, I was trying you, you, you look happy though. I must say, you look happy. Yeah, I, I, I was happy because I was eating whatever I wanted, and you know, I think one of the one of the most frustrating things for me is my appetite hasn't changed. Like when people lose weight and their stomach creaks and stuff like that, my stomach hasn't shrunk. Like you put uh, a, a, an extra large pizza in front of me, I mean, I, I can eat it. Yeah, same. So the same it thing. It's genuinely it's restriction for me. Like, I have to not eat it, and you know, I'm I'm one of them people that if I'm going to struggle with that food, get it away from me. God, you know what I mean? Like take it. Like I, I don't want it in front of me. Um, oh, I'm just looking that's... at his photos, mate. Oh my gosh, eight oh, 18 stone, right? Yeah, yeah, eighteen. Like, I was I was a big lad, man. I was a big lad. Wow, right. Wow. And you're right for me posting these photos up. Man, do you think? Yeah. Um. Okay, so uh. As what, what I wanted to ask is like, so what you what did you do to lose it? It was a case of what tr uh, tracking what you've already spoke about that you've tracked what you ate, 
and just being consistent. Did you have any su- supplements with those along the way, or is it literally just tracking? Um, you give me a, so, uh, okay. a smile when I said that. And why is that? Yeah. Okay, so uh, creatine is very okay. important. Yeah. Um, creatine and but is that why is that is that for the weight loss or when you were training? Because people use creatine for different reasons. I, I always use it for training because I heard it, it, it saturates the muscle, uh, makes it, gives it a, a harder appearance. Hey guys, just a little heads up for the next part of this podcast. I had no idea what he's about to say was going to be said. I didn't know that he was on that stuff. And just, just to let you guys know, it's not what I promote. It's not what this page is about, but this is his journey, his story. So just keep that in mind. From last year, June. Um, I, I got obsessed with, well, not even last June, last year, January, I became obsessed with looking into, into anabolics, um, you know, into, into steroids, into. Oh, really? Okay. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me because, um, only because growing up with you looking yeah. at like wrestlers who had amazing physiques. And then yeah. once you find out that they were on gear, it's like, oh. all of them. Yeah, all, <laughs> yeah, and all literally all of them. Like, there's, yeah. uh, I think nowadays it's a bit different because actually you can see they're a bit smaller now, and there's a reason for that is because they are. But there's you not know, there's all so of them, but still some there. of them. There's, there's so them. many ways around it, though. You know, they, yeah. they can say that they're they're they're, they're they've lost Lean. their sex drive and they can get put on testosterone. You know, there's so many ways around it. So I I got obsessed, and and one thing that I do very well is research. Um, you know, I want, I, I like to get obsessed with things like the tracking, like the training, like everything. I, I enjoy being obsessed over something. So, so when I started reading about anabolics and, and, and the benefits and stuff like that, um, it was very hard. I mean, you think about weight training. I mean, that's a minefield. Everyone's an expert. Everyone's telling you, well, first cycle, do this, first cycle, do that. Everyone I've, is. Yeah. And I've done, uh, going into workouts. So, um, when we talk about weight training, I've done so many different ones with like, and you get yeah. different, like, effect or different gains yeah. from it i guess sometimes but um but in terms of like uh you're talking about um steroids right so you're yeah. talking about right yeah i can imagine it's like a mindful because everyone's using it's something different food, like so how many different things food. are there out there then like there's i think i've heard of trend uh there's testosterone gh yeah. growth hormone yeah yeah so i mean I, the, the only stuff that i've dabbled with um and and i say dabble because everything i do is very light so I was lucky enough to, I found a website and, it, and it's and it's really fascinating. And I'll send you the link. Um, I'm not sure if you want to promote it or not, but that's up to you. But I found a website. Probably, and probably won't, a... but I'm more than happy yeah. to read okay. into it because um, so, who knows, one day I might come up against someone helping them with it or yeah. something. So, so he's a doctor and he's in, he's in good shape. And his whole thing is, it's not that steroids are bad, it's that people misuse them. And, and, and he goes through, okay, so... He, when you first start this is the safest compound the safest dosage you can use and you test it out so rather than having what's a good first cycle he has a pre-cycle so he has do this first see how your body reacts because everyone reacts differently see how your body reacts once you do that here's a beginner cycle and it's very broken down and it's very safe so i took his numbers and, and everything so once i had his numbers and his dosages and his recommended stacks I then Googled them separately and a lot of people would say, okay, that's a good number. That's a good number. That's a good. So I was like, okay, cool. This is, this is a reliable source. Cause listen, half the battle with them is finding reliable sources of information. But, but what you can like try. There's, but what are the, there's any side effects to using this kind of stuff. 
Okay, so um... because you know, there's a there's a there's a funny uh, video on TikTok or Instagram where it's like, oh, um, there's this guy you've probably seen it. He's like, he's like, ah, oh, people people say that, oh, uh, um, roids give you uh, roid rage. Yeah, and then his wife comes in. And is like, if I shut the fuck up, bitch. yeah, Mark Plummer, yeah, Mark, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so so side effects. Well, I've been really lucky. I've reacted to everything I've taken, and like I said, it is very low dosage. So to give you an idea, Joe Linda, when he first did Tren, was on seven hundred milligrams a week. I'm on seventy five milligrams a week. The recommended beginner's cycle is um one hundred and fifty. But wow. I kind of read into it and on, so you have to take, you can't just take one thing. So to take that, you also have to take some tests and you, you test is your base. So you take tests to keep your test levels up because everything else can drop it. So on the, on the 150 recommended MG of trend, it was 600 MG of test. I've never done 600. The most I've done wow. is 300. So I went, okay, instead of 600, I'm going to drop that down half, which means I'm going to drop that down half. So what so is, this, what, what is going to happen to you? Like, uh, obviously build muscle, but like, what is the benefit of using this? Okay, so for me, the benefit, the, there's two benefits. One, um, you recover quicker. Like, you recover really quickly. Two, you, you, the fat loss is more fat-oriented. The weight loss is more fat-oriented. Wow. So, you know, I'm not, the, 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 the numbers I'm on, we're not talking about, you know, giant gains. It's never going to be giant gains. It's always going to be very, very, very minor. And I would probably say the one frustrating thing about everything I've done is I'll never know how much of it was that and how much of it was, was you know. Right. So it's like, you're, it's an experiment for yourself, right? Like to yeah, see how it I'll goes. never know. I'll never know. Um, but, you know, one thing I will say is, can't discount the work that has to go and you still have to work just as hard and it's not a magic pill or a magic injection you yeah. have to do the work you have and, to make um, sure you've got some point you know it's and, yeah and um what about the long-term side effects that you talk about the side effects that are instant you're not feeling yeah. anything but like uh, what what do they say about the long term like because so, um, I mean, look at look how um you know what happened to joe aesthetics like yeah yeah the blood pressure in the brain yeah. Um, so, I mean, long term, as long as like I'm, I'm quite. I think I've been quite good that I have, I have large gaps. So you think I started doing this last year, June, one, two, and this is only my fourth run, my fourth cycle. Yeah. So I can stop doing it, and and I take long periods off, and I get my bloods done and everything, and I make sure everything's working, and you know, at the moment, everything's been good, and I think I can attribute that to having low dosages very low dosages um you know and and, and funny enough we go back to you know everyone's an expert the amount of people are, oh you should have done double that you should have done this you should have done that i know my body better than anyone else i'd rather be safe and go okay if i keep it at this level i mean in terms of side effects um at the minute hunger is is bad um night sweats but that's it you know i'm not getting the the, the rage and things like that and there may be times where maybe i am a bit more short-tempered than usual i don't know but, but it's, it's know. funny though because like the amount of sleep that you're getting like me personally i've noticed that i am so snappy when i don't get enough sleep yeah so it's like, yeah but uh, it is it's, it's, it's sleep it's it's water it's you know people discount how important water is you know I, I drink about six liters of water a day and it makes a difference and that makes you feel good you know you talk about the vegetables and stuff like that, and you're 100 percent right hydration is a big thing as well yeah i forgot <laughs> to mention that 
Like most men, sixty percent of your body is water. So Mate, you can. I know when I haven't drunk enough water, I feel groggy. Um, so in terms of side effects, like I said at the minute every, everything has different side effects. So I don't know how you drink it, London tap water, by the way. It's awful. Um, so like the the first cycle I did, it was all good. Like genuinely, everything was brilliant. I felt amazing, and even to the point where the older you get, the more your testosterone level drops. So I'm probably at just at a good level. Yeah. And the numbers that I'm running, like I said, I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm just kind of yeah. topping it up a little bit. Um, so the first thing I did was was test and VAR. So VAR is a very good fat burning compound, yeah. but it drops your testosterone. So if that drops it, you then take the testosterone to rise it, right? Hold on. Why are you taking the first thing then? What's the point in taking the, the, the one so that it, drops it, the testosterone? So it, 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 when you lose weight, it tend, you tend to keep muscle. You tend to just strip fat more. Oh, it's like a fat um, burner, basically, right? Yeah, but, but you know, one that actually works, <coughs> one fashionable. Like it's 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 a very. I I got along very well with with bar and test. The second one I did was um, Dianable and test. Um, that was that was for for bulking. So so that one I was getting really painful pumps. So if I'd be in the gym curling, like I'd have to stop. Like it was, it really, really, really hurt. Wow. Um, but other than that, I was okay. I was very watery. Like you cling onto a lot of water. You look massive in clothes, okay. but you look a bit spongy, not in clothes. But it was good for bulking. Good for and bulking. Bef- before we finish up on this topic, how do you administer it and minister this kind of stuff? <laughs> so you can take it all orally. So, I'll edit so you it can take it. You can take it orally. Um, but taking it all really affects, uh, can affect your liver. So you take, I take liver supplements anyway, along with it. Um, liver supplements, like what? Yeah. Uh, milk thistle. Yeah. I don't know what it does. I just read that yeah, it's good yeah. to take. No, it's, re- it's really good for yeah. detoxing liver. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a, like a herbal supplement. And um, yeah. I, I, so, I promote using milk thistle as well. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, so I take when I'm when I'm running something and I'm taking something orally, I'll, I'll use milk thistle. The the test and the trend is is injections, um, which wow. the first one is is scary, but they're all right. Like it, 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 I use an insulin needle, so it's very small. It's, it doesn't wow. hurt, um, but there's been times where um, like I can't administer it in my butt cheek, so I have to administer it in my quad, and that is awful. Oh, injections nice. like it's awful, but you know, you, you, you do what you do on the on the, on the yeah, special Interesting. Um, I, I think um, uh, maybe with the next podcast we do, we'll see. Let's see when and again an update on the, how you're feeling with that kind of stuff. I think it'll be the one. The one, interesting. the one thing I say. The one thing I say is, is like I know I know we sort of need to move on, but I I would never promote this. You know, this this was my curiosity, and yeah, we are talking. Point, we're talking. Man. We're talking about seven months of research before I had the guts to do it. People will do it. And the only thing I would say is if you really are going to do it, get your bloods done, be safe. And this is the ultimate one. Do not listen to anyone. Like you're, this is a big decision to make. Unless it's a doctor, right? (laughs) This is my point. Find a reliable source. Find, and your your reliable source isn't the most muscly guy in the gym because you don't know what's going on inside. Oh yeah. 100%. If Joe Linda came up to me in the gym and said, oh, yeah, do this because it's safe, I'd look at him and be like, he knows what he's doing. And then 
aneurysm. And and I think that's the issue of influencers. Um, yeah, you in, in doing it the wrong way, the wrong way of influencing. Yeah, yeah, interesting. You can get, you can get professionals. You can get professional coaches that are there to do your bloods and go. Okay, let's try this at a safe level. So if you're gonna do it, be safe. Like I cannot stress enough. Make sure you're safe. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And talking about a hundred percent, let's talk about hundred percent minimum. What is a hundred percent minimum? And like I've seen like some people involved in this in your group. Um, who are they? So like, what what is that? Um, if you could just like su- summarize it in like a minute, two minutes. Yeah. So it started off as a clothing brand. Um, stopped being a clothing brand, just became a brand in itself. Uh, it just it just it's just that page picked up a lot of traction um in terms of, of other people doing it one of the guys i went gym with said i like it it sounds cool can i put it in my name and i was like yeah sure oh, but wow. you know it's it's not a movement or anything like that it's it, it's just it sounds cool you know give it give it 100 minimum give it everything you got um, and i can see the uh, the nwo from wwe influencers on the t-shirts which is yes, quite cool. i had to keep changing that i had to keep changing that because it looks too nwo um so over time it got a bit softer and softer and, and the lines were different but it was blatantly influenced by the NWO. Um, and I remember one time in the gym, some guy came up to me and went, I thought that was an NWO t-shirt. And I was like, yeah, that's because I stole it. I literally <laughs> stole the logo. Um, but yeah, it's, it, you know, it's it's not a brand anymore. It's not t-shirts anymore. It's just it's just a cool name. And it's just a reminder. Like I said, I used to use it as a moniker for the for the, for the personal training, yeah. for the clothing, for everything. But it's it's just a little bit of a message, man. Whatever you do, give it, give it everything you got. Um, and that doesn't mean going to failure, going until you can't walk, going until you're sore. You know if you've had a good workout. You know if you've been good in your diet. Just yeah. give everything you've got. You know what I mean? Cool. And who is involved in, because there's quite a few, um, and I feel like there's been new additions along the way. Um, so, I mean, at the minute, it's just me and Arms 100, who is a, is, is a very, very good friend of mine. Um, we started this journey together. Uh, we used to play a lot of Call of Duty online. We both got really, really overweight which mm-hmm. happened to a lot of people. Um, we both planned on having a conversation on New Year's Day about how we, we didn't want to play much anymore. We wanted and he's, to looking, he's looking good as well. Like, I'm looking at he his page right now. Incredible. He looks... He, he, nothing, nothing pushes me like him. Look at the chest like separation, he, mate. Blood, he's, his progress is incredible and 100% natural. You know, he, he, he genuinely is incredible genuinely Amazing. incredible do you know what so if you could uh let him know i'm interested in having a podcast with him as well see, see what yeah. he says um but yeah in terms of the movement like i said it's, it's not a brand we're not building anything we just like the way it sounds uh, that okay because we've got four minutes free tips free tips for tips <laughs> free tips for weight loss what's your best free food, tips for weight loss focus on the food more than anything else don't worry about the gym focus on the food more than anything else gym wise just just go so if you have a choice between oh i'm not going to get an hour there go for half an hour go for 15 20 minutes um the food is the most important thing early on you need to you need to develop a relationship with your food you need to develop a relationship with your diet that needs to be the main focus okay in terms of gym, if you're going to miss the gym go for a walk do something but focus on the food okay so uh, first would be food second would be movement or some sort of gym work what's the third one the third one would be be patient man be patient and don't be don't be influenced like to a degree when you're new to this you need to turn to others for advice and things like that 
um, you know, you're new to this, you need to turn to others for advice, and there's no harm, there's no harm in asking for help. But have a plan and stick to it. And I'd probably say actually the third thing, the third most important thing is look at who is giving you the advice. If the person is not in good shape, they don't know nothing about diet. Hundred percent. That's interesting you say that because like, why would you follow someone who's not uh, walking the walk as well? Would Would you take financial advice from a homeless person? The answer is no. You wouldn't take financial financial advice from a broke person either. Exactly. Yeah, like they're the three main things, and like I said, everyone's an expert. Everyone is so disappointed and ashamed in themselves that they can't do it that they then start to focus on telling other people. I don't want to hear about how five, 10 years ago you used to have ads. I don't care. That doesn't give you the right to tell me what to do. Look at who is giving you the advice. 100%. 100%. Uh, what does health mean to you? It means more time. It means more time on this planet. Hopefully, it means more time with the kids. Um, you know, it means not being embarrassed. You know, when we go on holiday and stuff like that, I, I hated being overweight. I hated it. We'd go to the beach and I'd be wearing a T-shirt. Um, yeah. And then obviously that affected my mood, being able to play with the kids. And can you get in the pool? And I'm like, I don't want to get in the pool because I don't want to take my top off. It's it's things like that that people will never understand. That's what it gives you, the confidence and the freedom to actually just be a better person. Amazing, amazing. Okay, uh, let's wrap it up. Where can people find you? Uh, so Instagram is probably the best places where I'm most active. Um, and that's... Called? That's at 100% minimum. Um, I'm not sure if it's spelled or typed. I'll leave that for you to, to, to kind of put, I'll put in the I'll put, it, I'll put it underneath. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, but that, that's where I'm most active, Instagram. I do have a YouTube page, um, 100% minimum. That's spelled out. Um, but, you know, everything there is is kind of recycled content from Instagram. So the best place to find me is, is, is Instagram. Okay, cool. That's brilliant, mate. Right. And that's it. Thanks, no man. worries, man. Really appreciate it. It's been good catching up.